Hello, and welcome to What Goes Bump in the Night. Hello and welcome to What Goes Bump Tonight. My name is Riley Clark and alongside me is Trevor Jensen. And this is episode 122 and the first episode of our new series, The Artificial Pastas. That is the sound of an artificial intelligence spitting out a whole story for us to just digest together. All right. And we will disclaim. Mm hmm. We the AI it. <laughs> wrote a story, and we added to it to make more sense because it didn't make sense. It was a good like plot and everything, but it's, it didn't have it lined the up juice. correctly. It didn't have the juice that it needed, so it we just the go button. we just popped a little shrimp in his butt, juiced it up. It's the best steroid reference you ever hear. <laughs> okay. So I'm just going to go ahead and just start reading it for everybody. And it is titled, if you're reading this note, I am dead. For many outdoor enthusiasts, an ambitious hiking trail is an ultimate challenge. With the hiker's bucket list on the trails to conquer, the newcomer to this lifestyle must plan and prepare for each journey with diligence. One such adventurer was ready to take on his dream hike, a solo venture through the uncharted wilderness somewhere deep in the redwoods of the Pacific Northwest. With careful planning and preparation, he set off to his unknown in search of adventure, only to find himself pitted against the unforeseen monsters that threatened life itself. For mapping out treacherous terrain ahead and gathering crucial surprise... (laughs) Sorry, supplies beforehand all the way down to facing covert challenges and seeing unsettling signs along nature's path, We'll uncover how this brave explorer narrowly escaped from a terrifying beast lurking around every corner. Will he yield to the warnings, or will he push his limits to achieve the ultimate adventure? His name is George. He has traveled from a small northwest town in the USA to the wide and large forest of trees. George has conquered many big peaks in North America. He had dreamed of this trip his whole life, and doing this adventure on his own was going to be the ultimate adventure. Before embarking on his journey, the hiker made sure to map out the entire trail. He consulted with park rangers and local guides for any information they had about the terrain as well, as that wildlife may inhabit it. Armed with a quality topographical map and compass, he was ready to take on whatever lay ahead. In addition to mapping out his route in detail, the experienced hiker also gathered all the necessary supplies required for such an ambitious embarking, from energy bars and water bottles to appropriate clothing, sun protection, gear, first aid kits, flashlights, and more. He took no chances when it came down to being prepared for anything that nature could throw at him. As the hiker set off onto an unknown, he soon realized the navigation through tough terrain was not as easy as it seemed. The path ahead was full of steep inclines, rocky outcrops, and thick foliage, all of which posed a major major challenge for his journey. 
As he trudged on with determination and resolve, he had to be extra cautious about his footing in order to avoid any dangerous slips or falls. The experienced hiker also encountered covert challenges along the way, unforeseen dangers that would require wit and courage if he were to survive them all. From wild predators stalking him from the shadows to strange noises hinting at unseen creatures lurking nearby, each step forward was an adrenaline-filled experience like no other. Despite being shaken by these unsettling signs of danger around every corner, our brave explorer kept going until finally reaching safety. As the hiker continued on his journey, he soon began to notice strange signs that something was lurking in the shadows. He heard unidentifiable noises and noticed eerie movements of animals scurrying away from his path, tracks of unfamiliar patterns. This made him realize that he wasn't alone out there. Whatever was following him was getting closer. He would start seeing footprints left in the mud. These footprints were larger than any known animal in this region. He did not have to he did not have any explanation on what these prints could be. He was determined to make it out to the next camp and power forward. The determined explorer knew that if he wanted to survive this ordeal, he would want to stay alert at all times and be prepared for anything to protect himself. He started carrying a knife with him as well as some pepper spray just in case things got too dangerous. The hiker also took extra precautions when setting up camp or stopping for breaks, making sure not to stray too far away from his main trail, all while keeping an eye out for any potential predators that could be lurking or tracking his movements. Even so, the experience of being hunted by mysterious creatures added another element of fear, adrenaline-filled excitement, which kept our brave tra traveler going despite the constant danger surrounding him. With almost every step, George would take, would take there seemed to be some kind of movement from the woods, just past the line your eyes could see, leaves cracking and twigs snapping. It kept him on high alert, every sense in his body working at the highest level. After seeing a tree that was struck by lightning for a third time, George realized he was going in circles. He could see that he'd moved about a mile off course and was starting to panic inside, realizing that the large creature he was seeing was not just his imagination for lack of solid sleep and food. It was real and it was luring him away from his laid path. That's when he realized that he wasn't just an that it wasn't just an ordinary predator. It was something much more sinister and cunning. That same night, our brave explorer came across an old wooden shack with a piece of paper stuck on its door. Upon closer inspection, it turned out to be a letter addressed to whoever may find this. It read, "Beware, a monster stalks these woods." I know what it is. I know not what it is. Or where it comes from but I urge you not to go any further unless you are prepared for anything the note only made the danger seem all too real and yet despite this warning our determined hiker still chose to press on deeper into the unknown wilderness George would make camp for the night even on the edge he was confident that there was nothing to worry about he thought about his times hiking in Alaska and grizzlies ambushed his camp. He made it out of that situation, stabbing the bear in the heart. As the night crept on, more and more movement was coming from the light of the line of the fire. 
As time went by, the sun began to rise and he got closer and closer towards reaching safety, so he thought. The tension between man versus beast grew stronger with each passing moment. It was clear now that this predator had been hunting him ever since he stepped foot onto these grounds. After a couple more days of hiking and fearing this beast that has yet to reveal itself to the hiker, he realized he had hiked beyond what he had in his map book. The trails he was following were no longer anywhere near him. The beast had left him lost with limited supplies left and the nights had become unbearable. The beast would make death-curdling screams and loud footsteps could be heard behind the darkness. This is when he'd get his first glimpse of the beast. It was around 15 feet tall and the head, the shape of a crocodile and the body of a grizzly bear, so large and menacing it left the hiker not knowing what to do next. George prepared a note like the one he had found earlier in his trip to leave behind to warn the next hiker for his sure death. As he wrote the note, he warned to the next person to venture this trail. They need to turn around and head back to safety, as the beast will not leave you until it feeds on your body. As he wrote the note, he could hear trembling footsteps of the beast getting closer and closer, feel the bloodlust. He could now see the beast as it made its way over to him. He prepared to fight for his life. He wielded his knife, making the most of every attack on the beast, but it was too powerful. It made a swipe at him, connecting his back and ripping open his shoulder. He laid on his face, his shoulder completely ripped open. Bone exposed, bleeding, he knew that maybe he had one more shot. As the beast kept closer, he turned to his back and made one more attempt to slice the beast's throat and the beast countered by grabbing him with its enormous jaws and broke his neck, killing him. It then dragged him into the den and devoured his body and laid in wait for the next person to follow its trail of death. George would never be heard from again until now. I found George's body, bloody no, when I was led down the same paths, and George and the man before him, and I assumed a long trail of people who were led to this beast trap in the forest, how did I make it out alive, you might be wondering. After seeing the beast shortly after finding the remains of George and all the other victims, I ran and ran and ran and ran. I eventually, after days, made it to the farm. I have remained in the safeties of the towns ever since. I'm not sure what the beast is. I, I really do not care to find out again. So if you find this cabin and see this warning... Listen to me. Turn around, swallow your pride, and just get home. Because you don't want to face this beast. You will not survive, for I fear it already might be too late. Finito. A computer wrote most of that. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> That's so wild. It's good. Like, I'm genuinely surprised that we can go on the internet and this can happen now. Right. Like, it's really good. Like, we really didn't tweak it that much. No, I maybe, I spent, like, maybe two hours, but that was because I was thinking a lot of, like, how the story needed to go. From Fill the plot had. points. Like, yeah, it, it was kind of like doing a Mad Libs. Yeah, 
But I like would I would say form. a little bit, yeah. It's like the super adult version of a Mad Libs. 100%. And then after you were done with your first revision, you sent it to me, and I was like, oh, I know how to make it less, like, kind of choppy here and there. And I was like, let me add a little bit of flavor, a little bit of spice, a little bit, a little bit of this lard, a little bit of word there, a little bit of minus Connect a word. Connect the dots here and here. Yeah, and it just, I don't know, I think that <laughs> that story really works. It's really good, I hate bro. that it works so good. I was, so like, hooked on every line. I was like, what's going to happen next? Even though I already knew. I mumbled my way through some of it, not going to lie, because it's hard to read, and I didn't want to stop reading it. <laughs> but, dude, it's for being... It's a somber story. I know. For being what it is, it's very, it's very well done. And it just blows my fucking mind. So, like, I think we have to have the talk now. Do you think in 10 years it's possible that machines get so intelligent that they rise up and try to take over the world? We got a full-blown Terminator situation. I don't think so. Why not? Uh, I don't think computers can realize that we're outside of them. Okay, so say... They're stuck in their inner linkings. But, like, can qua- they do you know under- how quantum you know what computers I'm saying, work, too, though? But like, do you understand what I'm saying? That yeah. the AI would have to physically realize it had to gain st- consciousness. Yes, it would have to realize that there's totally t- multiple like universes. Like, there's the technology universe, which is like not physical, right? Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And like, we live in a physical world. All it knows is zeros and ones. But the quantum computers make zero and ones in between the zeros and ones, so it's like thinking. But for still, itself. they're still thinking Does in that, like yeah, in I, like I binary see. dimension. That's true. They're living That's in a good code, point. bro. Like we don't live in code; we live in the natural. Or do we live in a world. simulation? Are we living <laughs> are, in? A or simulation? are we just numbers? Is that all we are? Is it a conspiracy if you think it's real? <laughs> no, honestly, though, I think it's it with how quickly. I've seen technology just boom, even in like a 10 year span, which isn't even a lot for us here's, technically. Like, a lot has changed. Here's what I think could potentially be the problem. So, you have now these avenues where AI can create a concept, a yeah. story. Do you think a lot Oops. more authors and shit are will use this or do you think like ghost write for them yeah like ghost writing like where a lot of the things being put out i feel like by ai so like i feel like we could pass this in a literature class like where we have to write our own stories and like you're right like we didn't do a whole lot to it no like that's the crazy part like does that start happening more often because it's not like it's not intellectual property at any point because it's completely I maybe added 500 more words to it already 500 that's really not a lot it's like two paragraphs for real like i probably added 500 with yours too like yeah i only added like little sentences here and there that's about it but like the original story is only like maybe a thousand maybe a thousand words i think it's more than that but yeah it's fucking it's fucking wild. <laughs> like the AI sites limit to you, limit you to like how many words they'll produce for you, which makes sense because I mean, and then they make you start money. paying for it. Money's everything. It's a cash cow, dude. It's smart. It's ve- it's a very cool software. I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie. It's fucking sweet. Which I mean, can you just make a new email and just fucking loop it? 
that's, that's what I'm kind of thinking. Dude, that's what I always do. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. As, as like, terrible as it is, but it's like, yo, we struggle in podcasters. Not really struggling. But they want too much money for it. But, yeah, it's fucking expensive. That's why I was like, I ain't struggling that hard, but, like, fuck, is that shit expensive? Another monthly subscription. This is not another one I want to take on. Not right now. Not in this market economy. <laughs> you got too too many, uh, you know, subscriptions out there these days. You got your OnlyFans. You got your... Netflix, you got your You got Hulu, twelve you streaming got your, platforms. Yeah. <laughs> you got your Patreons. Oh yeah, yeah. I almost forgot about the podcast. You can't forget about the podcast. Yep, yeah, you got like five ninety nine a month usually for one of those. Sometimes you're buying ebooks with your fucking five dollars and up usually. Yep. Just the world we live in these days. Everything can pay make for you content. Money. Everything can make you money if you try hard enough. It really can. <laughs> you go on Instagram, you'll see it. <laughs> oh, boy. But shout out to the night crew for coming up with this, well, voting for this story idea. Yeah, I appreciate so everybody that voted. if you want to comment an idea you have for a story, like, I leave the polls open so it. you can add your own. I love it. So, on the next one, which will... I don't think it'll be this next episode. I think we might. I think we're going to want to switch it up. Every other episode, let's try to do something new. Not new, but like you know what I mean. Like let's switch topics up so it's it's never stale. You got to right. keep the list. We've done two stories going. in a row now, three because we read a couple on the that's one, true. one before. So maybe granted they all episode? came from different sources. That's for sure. Yes. So I think maybe next week we do like. I think we pick a topic or we do murder. I'm just thinking we should do a true crime. True crime sounds fun. It's always fun to talk about true crime because it's how fucking crazy real monsters are. Yeah. I think we just should do like a serial killer again. Like the butcher. Like something like that. Like a super famous one or one that's off the wall as fuck? Like the butcher. Like one that not everyone would really know about. It's like weird as fuck. Like, I mean, that dude hunted people. Oh, like Billy? Billy the butcher? The one from Alaska? Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I think that would be fun. I think um Yeah, let us let us know down in the comments what you honestly, think. Honestly, Ed Kemper is a really good is a very, very crazy story. Manson family would be a good one. Man, the Manson family is wild, but it's more like like you had to like cover the whole call. What if we found everything. some dude that like was like Dexter? Kind of. Oh, I got a good one. I'm not gonna say it okay. right now because you're gonna drop it after the episode. I'm gonna tell you in person. Okay, we got one. So this you next, got one. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> we got one. I don't know. We'll, we'll 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 figure it out. We're gonna do true crime next week because I think we got to spread out the stories and talk about some real shit too. Yeah, I mean, people know that monsters are also fucking real. Like it's not just the stuff that goes bump under your bed or like the cryptids. We Serial talk killers about. are Serial monsters. Serial killers are fucking monsters. People that can do deplorable things like those people and some of the stories that you hear are fucking terrifying. Yeah. You know what I was doing today? What? I don't know why I do stuff like this. Oh boy. I was looking up haunted objects on eBay. Like to buy? Yeah. You were like, I'm going to buy it. And I found this voodoo statue that was like $6,000 and it was terrifying, dude. It was like, it had like nails in it and shit. Like, why? You could tell like 
and it said in the description that like all the nails and stuff that were in it were used during like they were trying to hurt somebody through like a ritual. What the fuck? And this thing had like. And this is on wood, eBay. You said. Yeah, dude, it's fucked. That's fucking awesome, though. There were some other like super demonic statues and some dolls. I don't know how much I believe in the doll thing because I don't think I Tommy really want a death whistle. Has had anything happen with a doll yet? And I really want a death whistle. Like a legitimate death whistle. Yeah, we should try that on our next investigation. That was fucking crazy. Like hearing it fucking for the first time, I was just like, what the fuck? It literally sounds like screaming. Yeah. Um. So with all that being said, the AI pastas, the artificial pastas, fucking rock. <laughs> Dude, that's what... To loop it back, even, that fucking rocks. And I have another one that's already been created... The skin jacket walker, which will probably be an episode. It just soon. sounds so funny. Skin jacket walker. That's gonna be a, that story's sick. He's gonna jack it. He's gonna take it off. It's probably my favorite one so far. Really? That one. I, eventually, we should read the the alien one too. The alien one's kind of funny. I think that one needs to get doctored a little bit. It's like a fucking Jack's pizza you put in the oven. You gotta add a little bit to it. <laughs> yeah, you do. You just it's, gotta season it. It's like it a right. Jack's or a Tombstone pizza. You gotta. Hundred percent. You can't just make it how it is. It's like if you got mozzarella little... in the fucking kitchen, you're putting it on that shit. Right. Like that's just how it is. Okay. Yeah, like, a little extra pepperoni never hurt you nobody. Have to. You gotta keep that shit in the fridge just because if the if the situation ever arises, it's there. Right. <laughs> and that was all an analogy for good information. <laughs> Not because I'm hungry or anything. I'm a little bit hungry. I don't need since after hockey practice. Yep, and I worked a fucking long day. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm super excited that this is a new series. Like, this is yeah, such think, a cool I think we're going to cool be able idea. to read some really cool stories, and it's going to be and fun. Who, who the, the fuck do you know that's doing this? I haven't heard one podcast do this yet. Nope. We're literally the first. That's a gold mine right there, boys and girls. Honey, honeycomb. Let us know if it's something that you'd like us to do is to, like, post the PDF of it so you can read it like, yeah. yourself if you want. 100%. We can just start our own um what do you call it like book we'll just get it published and it'll all be it'll just be like story after story after story or official pasta book by what goes bump the night yeah we should definitely try to get a like try to get a fucking publisher to, to like make that book we should keep copies of these every single one of them and then turn that bitch into a book i, th- I like this idea and added the ones we made ourselves because we already got like five of those yep jenna can be a co-author too because she wrote one and then anybody else that wants to get on the What Goes Bump in the Night book, now's the time to get on the bandwagon. Yeah. 100% is. And don't forget, eventually, all the creatures and monsters from these stories will become cards in our card game that we're eventually going to someday actually play for you. It costs a lot of money for ink right now. Ink is super expensive. It's so expensive. That's one reason I haven't made cards, because ink is stupid. I would be making cards for magic because I'm a complete weeb. And, like... Fuck! Is it expensive to get ink and cardstock? I did not think it I was had that tons bad. Of cardstock, if you've ever wanted any. Well, it's still like sixty fucking dollars for a two pack of ink, which is like, oh, that'll last like four or five sheets for real, with all the color and detail that goes into that Dude, shit. It's usually like one. Really? Like, and they're fucking donezo. I swear, it's like one sheet sometimes. <clears throat> That's nasty. Because the cardstock takes more ink yeah it soaks that shit right in that's why i was like i almost wonder if i should just print it on normal paper and just fucking elmer's glue that shit it does better on the like photo paper honestly really this is probably so 
weird it's so off topic that we're talking about it but it's <laughs> super funny because it's like hey now you're seeing behind the scenes a little bit yeah we're just gonna have fun with this episode that's really all that we had prepared for this episode was just the story and we wanted plus to we it. haven't just like related to the podcast people in the world or what's going on for a long time yeah it's always nice to just like yo what's up fam this is yeah. what we do yeah we've been having fun with the live but honestly the one problem that i have with it personally is having to rip the audio it's off of so YouTube garbage we can because f- the issue is is once i allow the computer software from Streamyard to use our mic it's, it's like the only oh. mic you can use yeah so you can't it's already being used, so I can't use it in Audacity, too. So you have to literally jump the audio from one thing to yeah, another, which is need, such a pain in the that's ass. That's why we need to get an interface so we can link everything through the interface. And You mean like how that Scarlet was supposed to work that yeah. we had? Yeah, I didn't know how to work that at all. Yeah, Colin's going to help me out with that, y'all. Of course. Music producer. He friend. knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. We'll have, like, the big tech. Because our setup is so elementary. It works well. It works well. I think it, it does works. the job, but it's super elementary for sure. It's elementary, my dear boy. <laughs> yeah, it's it's good, but bad. Like I like it, but at the same time, it's like we do what we can with what we have, guys. This is why we have like a come up fucking cash app, dope ass stories for y'all. And I'm more of an intellectual anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're storytellers now. Folks. I feel inquisitive. <laughs> you could call me Bonjour Toast. Bonjour Toast. Very oh my god, I can't believe that made it onto an episode. <laughs> Finally did. Amazing. We've said it multiple times, I think. No, we haven't. Have we really said Bonjour Toast? Yeah, Bonjour, bonjour Toast. The inside joke that's there is so funny. So, I want to know what that fucking serial killer is pretty bad. All right, so I just spill the beans. No, no, no. I'm saying we should probably wrap it up because I want to know. All right, yeah. So this week's episode is gonna be a little bit shorter. We hope you enjoyed the story. We maybe we'll try to do two stories from now on for these. Yeah, we'll get them locked and loaded. But we didn't we'll see think how, it was gonna take as little time as it did. We'll see how this does. If this can get, it's easier to digest. Forty plays this month. Okay. Which is pretty average for the show. Yeah, I'd so say should, it's average. It's very achievable. If we can get 40 plays on this episode at the end of this month, we'll do like... We'll double up the pastas. Double them up. So on, in the one two, episode. You'll get two pasta episodes. You read and I read. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll get a solo, probably a solo episode from Trevor reading a story a solo episode from me reading a story that's all it'll be is just the story and then an episode of us together reading a story or talking about a different topic and we'll see how starting in february yeah because it's the love so this the love month <laughs> give us the love <laughs> should we do this episode or the last episode gets 40 this one that's only that's half the month that's good it can do that yeah it's the 19th 40 downloads by the end of this month that's our deal to you because we make deals on this show deals to the devil if not we'll just sprinkle these in here and there little bits I just want to see like gauge the interest you know what I mean like if you guys are really enjoying this push the downloads and we'll read more of them 
and we'll find a way to get more of the stories out to you. Uh-huh. Like I think the solo episode reading just one story, it'd be dope. Right. Right, because then when we come back together, maybe we can review the stories together. I don't know. We'll figure that out. And who knows? Maybe if I can get a fucking mix board in my house and we start recording solo episodes away from each other. Bada bing, bada boom. We have book tons of these and we can just be like, hey, guess what, guys? Yeah. We have lofty goals <laughs> for this year for how many episodes we want to get out. That's true. I know we're kind of starting it off kind of slow, but it's it's because we're warming up for what's about to come. And that's that, that summer heat. Yeah. That plus, spring fling. Plus, and that summer heat. Plus, plus Jenna did just get two jobs, which helps a lot because I was on one income for a little while. That gets really hard. So congratulations, Jenna. I hope you had a good first day. Yeah. Woo. Yeah, that's that's our life. Go wife. <laughs> All right. But without further ado, you can find us on every yeah. fucking podcasting platform on the goddamn planet. It's the hardest to remember, but not at all. I'm at all. done spouting them off. It's been like a hundred some episodes. If you haven't figured it out yet, I don't know how you found us. You're so angry. <laughs> <laughs> Always get getting angry with telling them to go listen to us. Yeah, you can find us on literally everything. Um, iTunes. If you do, go give us like a review and like stars and stuff. I'm pretty sure you can now star podcasts on Spotify as well. So yeah. if you could, if you could do one more favor other than just subscribing and listening all the time, to just maybe like drop us like a couple stars or like a, a review here or there always helps push the numbers up and get us recognized by more people. So more people could best, but words we're bad with them. I've never been able to. I've never been able good with words. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but remember, folks, keep your ears and eyes open for it really goes. Bump in the night. I fucked up. <laughs>